Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one true God. Amen. In the Gospel reading today, we hear of Jesus walking along the shores of the Sea of Galilee as many fishermen are there eager to catch fish for their business and for their livelihood. As Jesus proceeds to walk, he sees two individuals, Peter and Andrew, who were fishermen at that time. And before they cast their nets into the sea, before they go out onto their boats and do the job that they do every single day, Jesus Christ calls out to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. That phrase, fishers of men, means that God wants Andrew and Peter and all the other disciples that he called to be men who cast out the spiritual net of the gospel of the good news to bring men and women into the kingdom of God established by himself Jesus Christ this is what it means to be a fisher of men but Christ also says to them come follow me at that time when he said it it was a literal following it was a physical following Jesus Christ spoke to them and said you follow me in other words you walk behind me where I go you go if I go to the north you follow me to the north. If I go to the south, you follow me to the south. If I go east or west, wherever I go, you have to physically follow me because the Son of God was present physically there in time in human history 2,000 plus years ago. But Christ is not physically present here today. In the body and blood, he is, but in his physical form, with his hair, with his face, with his hands, with his feet, he's not here physically. So then what does it mean to us when we read the word of God and it says, follow me for the word of God is true ages unto the ages, from everlasting to everlasting. The Holy Spirit speaks to us today and says, when Jesus Christ said to the disciples, come follow me, for us it is not a physical following, but a following where we look within ourselves to the Christ within and follow Him. Christ is inside each and every single one of us. God created us in His image. Christ said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so the image of God is Christ. 
And if we are created in the image of Jesus Christ, then Christ is inside of us. It is the Christ within us. And when Christ is within us and He calls us to follow Him, you don't need to look at the four walls of a church. You don't need to look at the prayers. You don't need to look at any books. You need to look within yourself because inside of you, Christ abides. It is within you that Christ lives. And there, when you see and recognize that following Christ is to look with inside of you, you're able to be in this church, to open the books, to say the prayers, and for it to become alive. Because you now follow the Christ within. Look inside of yourself and recognize that He is there. So then, how do you follow the Christ within? You first and foremost follow Him by praying, by meditation. In this day of noise, in this day of anxiety and frustration, we are called to meditate. We are called to pray, to sit in His presence, and to just be silent. God is not calling us to do yoga in order to better ourselves. God is calling on us to sit in His presence and to be silent and to meditate and to hear His voice. We can't get there if we only do five to ten minutes a day. We're not going to move the hand of God with only ten minutes. We have to be in His abiding presence continuously. There's not necessarily a time frame, but you and I know the time that we spend with the things here in this world and how devoted we are to that in terms of our contribution. But how much of our contribution is with the Lord in prayer, in meditation, in silence? If you want to follow Christ, don't look everywhere. Don't look to the sky. Don't look to the east. Don't look to the west. But look within yourself. And when you are there praying, you look inside of yourself. And you realize and you contemplate that Christ is with you. That He lives inside of you. As Paul says, it's not I who live, but Christ who lives inside of me. And that recognition and that realization leads you to feel His love. And it is that love that comes into your heart that you are able to understand who Jesus is as your Lord and Savior. Understand what it means to follow Him. And when you are then following Him, you begin to have freedom in your life. Freedom from the sins. Freedom from the temptation. Most men and women always come and tell me, because I do a great deal of counseling with young people, with couples, with young adults. I want to get rid of this lust. I want to get rid of this temptation. I want to get rid of this sin of anger, of jealousy, of pornography, of sexual desires and addictions which are against the laws of God. How do I do it? And I always say, it's not as though Somehow, 
these sinful desires came into your mind or in your body and pushed down Jesus or pushed away Jesus. There was never enough of Jesus to begin with, so those things found room. It is the Christ within. When He is abiding and real and alive, that those things cannot enter. There's no room for it. It comes and it like pushes, it knocks, it looks, and it sees that the whole frame and the body and the mind and the soul is filled with Christ. So I cannot enter the demon's sin. I cannot even look upon him because he is filled with the Christ. And Christ is within him. No sin or no temptation that overcame us, came into us and pushed away Christ. There was not enough of Christ to begin with. So when you give room for such things, it's going to come in. And it's going to run your life, going to control your life. But where are the Christians who are willing to say around 10 or 11 or 12 o'clock at night, I'm going to spend my time in prayer. I know the TV is there. I know the video game is there. I know my YouTube is there. I know my Facebook is there. But I got to spend time in prayer, in that meditation, in that silence by yourself. And when you continuously start doing that, you'll start enjoying that. Just as much as you enjoy your TV and your YouTube and uh, your Facebook and all these things that are really a waste of time. Why don't you fill yourselves with something that's time worthy? And then the love of Christ begins to come inside of you and you'll find yourself living for Christ and having a freedom in Christ and living the abundant life, living a life where God leads you to places that you never thought you'd be. He'll allow your dreams to become real. And He'll allow your life to be purposeful and full of meaning. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh Heavenly Father, we just submit to You this morning, even though it's cold and snowy outside, Lord, because uh, You're with us, You fill us with Your Holy Spirit, and we are warm, and we feel Your presence here. And we ask that those of us who are gathered here who receive this Word, who did not allow this Word to fall on the wayside, but yet received it as food for their soul, that they would be blessed, that they would receive anointing to spend time with you this coming week and in the months to come, and that they would receive your love and love others just as you love everyone here in this world, and that they would receive freedom from their sins and their temptations. Lord, I pray this to those who would receive it. I pray this for those who would accept it. In your precious and holy name, we pray, Amen. As the Father shows mercy to His children, Hallelujah. So the Lord shows.